Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Well, hey there, and welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper, and we thank you for joining us each and every week right here on the show, wrapping up 20 years of talking golf with you and uh, continuing on into this new year of 2020. So the 20s work for us. Uh, in fact, I would like to shoot a round of nine holes in the 20s coming up sometime in 2020. That'll be my goal, Bob. How many That's, times uh... have you shot in the 20s? I think I've holes. shot 29, may, maybe twice. Oh, that's going to be hard. If you've only done it twice, that's going to be really hard for me to do. Maybe I can shoot in the 20s through eight holes. That would be a good, maybe that would be a good goal. <laughs> right? You're still, if you go through eight holes, especially at Alpine Country Club where you play, you're going to shoot a pretty good score if you make par on the last one. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, the lowest I've shot on nine holes out there is 33. So well, that means I could have been that. 29 through eight holes if I made par yeah. on, right? So it's That's out right. there. It's out there. That's something to shoot for. But anyway, we're going to have a fun one for you today. We've got the caddy. Of course, America's favorite caddy. He's going to join us in about 20 minutes time. We'll get his take on uh, what's happening coming up at uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational this weekend, plus the players next weekend. Tom Pernice Jr. He's uh, twice a winner on the PGA Tour, six times a champion on the PGA Tour champions. He stops by. We'll get his take. And he's very opinionated about this uh, rules, potential rules discussion, distance and otherwise, and what bifurcation may or may not do for the sport. In fact, he's very much in favor of it. And then on the back nine, hour number two, Garrett Clegg has uh, been moving around inside the Pac-12 as a college coach. He's been with the University of Utah for the last several years, and they go up to Bandon Dunes next week where they'll be the defending champs. And he's, we're going to talk to him about what it's like to build a program in collegiate golf today. And by the way, Tom Pernice, how about his little program that he was a part of at UCLA back in the day? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, talk about some players, Corey Pavin, Duffy Waldorf, and on and on it goes. Steve Pate. Yeah. Tom Pernice. Yeah, some really good players, all guys that have won on the PGA Tour. So we'll get uh, some college golf discussion this week on Real Golf Radio. Plus, we're talking Rory McIlroy. I mean, that guy, when he talks, people listen, and he is a great quote. We've, we've had a lot of great quotes that we've heard over the 20 years of doing Real Golf Radio. 
Rory McIlroy is right at the top right now. I mean, the guy says what he says. It's well thought out, and it's you know, it, it, it's really interesting. It's mature. To it's mature speak. Yes. No, it really is. You're exactly right. And he's the number one player in the world. We'll, we'll hear what he had to say more on the PGL from the API, uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Rory McIlroy, number one in the world. We'll talk about it all coming up next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down? Hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, low ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick to find it get new distance at callawaygolf.com callaway the number one irons in golf what kind of golf ball are you playing the one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better because chrome soft is the only ball with a graphene infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft it's why tour guys like phil mickelson xander shoffley and francesco molinari keep winning with it and now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Hey, uh, by the way, a couple weeks ago we had 
the uh, director of golf balls for Callaway Golf on the show. And uh, we talked a little bit about the upcoming release on March 12th. That's next week. You can uh, pick up the brand new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X golf balls. Jason Finley told you all about it. If you didn't have a chance to hear that live, you can check it out on our website or online on Twitter at Real Golf. But look, these new Callaway Chrome Softs uh, with their even larger dual soft fast core, a new high speed mantle system, a thinner urethane cover, it all adds up to Callaway's fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. Check out Callaway Golf. Dot com and get your Chrome Soft X and Chrome Soft golf balls available coming up March 12th. Bob, uh, I'm excited for our show today. I think we're going to hit a variety of topics. I want to begin with Rory McIlroy and golf. He sat down on the Golf Channel set and he reiterated his stance about this Premier Golf League and what he thinks. This audio is courtesy of Golf Channel on their live from the Arnold Palmer. I'd like to think I'm quite a loyal person, and um, I think the PGA Tour has given me a, a platform to showcase my skills, to build my brand, to turn me into this um, golfer and athlete that I am. And I think Jay Monahan and his team do a wonderful, a wonderful job at the tour. Um, and look, I, you know, the reason I said what I said is because um, it was, we we were in Mexico a couple of weeks ago, and and some some people decided not to go. But that was their choice. That was, that was the freedom that they had. They have autonomy over their schedule, and they can pick and choose where they, when and where they want to play. Where if we go to this new league, that's not going to be the case. You're going to be contracted to play 18 events. They're going to tell you where, where and when uh, you should be there. And as a golfer and an independent contractor, I didn't like the sound of that. Didn't really like where the money was coming from either. And... Uh, I'm, you know, I wanted to, to be the first one to, to speak out against it, and um, I'm, I'm glad that I have. I'm glad that I've done that. There was, again, Rory McIlroy on the Golf Channel set live from the Arnold Palmer Invitational. You can see more of that at GolfChannel.com. Of course, he was visiting there with uh, Rich Lerner and Brandel Chambly and Mark Rolfing. But uh, I'll tell you, he made a couple of interesting um, reiterations. One was about the autonomy, Bob. Yes. Uh, the other one was uh, something he hadn't really touched on before, and that's that he doesn't really like where the money's coming from. So yeah. interesting that he that he dropped that. And, of course, he's got to be speaking about the Saudi money there, huh? Yeah, I would think so. Um, you know, the interesting thing about Rory McIlroy is he's matured as a player. He's matured as, you know, he's not just a kid anymore that's out there just kind of playing away, but he's a great torchbearer for the PGA Tour and representing the PGA Tour and being number one in the world, um, like a lot of guys have been number number one in the world. Um, being number one in the world comes with a lot of responsibility. And Rory McIlroy is really playing some of his best golf right now, but he's also representing the tour and doing it in such a way that the tour really has to be happy about it. Yeah, I mean, well, look, you know, Brooks Kepka was previously number one. I mean. You got people are either fans of Brooks or they're not. And by the way, he clearly doesn't care. We can talk about the GQ article if you want. Sure. But, I mean, the guy's like, look, just because we work together doesn't mean we need to be friends. I've got plenty of friends. I mean, the guy just doesn't care. And <laughs> uh, but but you know, hearing his quote is, you know, when when Brooks would talk, he would just take this kind of low mumble, and you know, I don't really care. And what do you? I mean, what are you going to do about it? And I don't really love golf. I just do it because I make a lot of money and I hit it far. I mean, there's a difference. And I, I guess, look, 
that's fine if if you're in Brooks Corner, and this is not a you know beat up on Brooks kind of discussion. But I just appreciate the way Rory represents his comments and and his and what his stance is surrounding the game. Like you said, a torchbearer, he seems to accept that more. And Brooks almost feels like when he's being talked to about subjects surrounding the game that it's almost an inconvenience and he doesn't necessarily he's not necessarily interested in having to answer those questions is that fair yeah it is it is fair the thing i like about rory right now is rory went through this process of being number one in the world when he was younger and i think he's learned from it and because he's learned from it because he's been there before this has really helped him uh to be Somebody that that people listen to now um, because he's he's put that maturity to it. Brooks Kepka is the first time him being there. Uh, Dustin Johnson was there for a while. You know, a lot of guys come in and out of being that number one in the world. But it, like I said, it takes some responsibility to carry the torch for the game, let alone the PGA Tour. And I'm really glad that that Rory stepped out. And he said what he said and that he was the first one to do it. For me, I might. Yeah, I'm going to be dropping that a little for bit. For me, I might. That's what it comes down to uh, for sure. Uh, you know, let, let, let's look at, at Rory, too. He's number one in the world. He headlines this week at Arnold Palmer Invitational. He's a winner here at, back in 2018. Bobby's coming in this week with six consecutive top five finishes. And another yes. one this week, and he will join Tiger Woods as the only players with seven straight top fives in the last two decades, 20 years since we've been doing this show. We've seen it twice. We've seen it once. And that was tiger woods. And here Rory has a chance and he gets off to a great start. So you got to think that it's, it's likely that, that that's going to happen again. And and his great play uh, also came out this week that he's the odds on favorite at all four of the major championships already. He's the betting favorite. Yeah. Like six to one or something like that. Um, The thing about the thing about what we have wanted to see in the game is what, or what we've longed to see again in the game, is what Tiger Woods was able to do. He was able to go out. He was able to win multiple tournaments in a year. Um, he was able to finish, you know, make a bazillion cuts. I, I don't even know the number, um, but but he, he's made a, a ton. He was the number one in the world for a long time. Um, and his consistency at winning golf tournaments finishing the top five, finishing top 10, finishing top 25 um, was phenomenal. And now we're starting to get a glimpse of that from Rory McIlroy. This is going to be a phenomenal year for him. Um, I know a lot of people were expecting it. Um, and I think he's really, really got a great chance. If he can keep this momentum going, keep playing the way he's playing, um, keep doing the things that he's doing, I think he's got a really good chance at Augusta in April. According to Bet Online, uh, this is the he's thirteen to two. Odds 13 on to favorite. Two. Yep. John Rahm is second eleven to one. Tiger Woods, the defending champ, is twelve to one. That will change if Tiger plays well next week. If he plays and plays well next week. Yes. Um and uh, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, all sixteen to one. Again, these are the Masters odds. Uh, at the moment, Patrick Reed, 25 to 1. Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Cantlay, Tommy Fleetwood, Xander Schauffele, all 28 to 1. In this next category, you've got um, 
At 33-1, to one, you got Bubba Watson, Hideki Matsuyama, Jason Day, Jordan Spieth, interesting, Justin Rose, all there, at th- and Ricky Fowler at 33-1. to one. How about this group at 40-1, to one, Bob? Mickelson, Finau, and Webb. Hmm. 40 to 1. I, I think if you had to take a group, I think I'd go with that one. Mickelson, Finau, and, and Webb. Simpson at yeah. 40 to 1. That's pretty good. Def- uh, U.S. Open champ, um, Gary Woodland at 45 to 1, along with Kucher and Paul Casey. That's another good betting uh, group right there at 45 to 1. So pretty interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's great stuff. You know, it used to be that, that it was Tiger against the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. You know he's he's creeped himself back in with uh, with his win last year in the Masters, with his win at the Zozo Championship. Hasn't done too well on the West Coast swing, but if he can, like you said, if he he ends up playing next week, and then you know gets ready. I don't know if he'll play the match play or if he'll play anything else between now and Augusta, but he's going to have to play something and. Hopefully it'll be next week or the week after. So according to um, my source, I will just say, because I didn't get his permission to say this, but he says that the talk is is that Tiger didn't want to play two weeks in a row, so he's going to play, take a week off, play, take a week off, and then Masters. So uh, that's that's the that's the at least my source is is saying coming up next week he does play the players then takes a week off plays again takes a week off and then plays the masters so interesting um so we'll see how that all shakes out well listen we got to take a short break we'll come back uh as we mentioned america's favorite caddy joins us coming up next then tom pernice still later this hour stay tuned you're listening to real golf radio Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. That will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. 
Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Want to feel the need for speed on the golf course? Come into Uinta Golf and check out the new Cobra Speed Zone Drivers, Fairways, Irons, and Hybrids. The new King Speed Zone Driver and King Speed Zone Extreme Driver has been designed to go as fast and straight as possible. New Speed Zone King SC is Cobra's first ever carbon fiber iron line that delivers maximum speed, power, and forgiveness. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new Cobra Speed Zone Series golf club. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Of course, this week we're highlighting the new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X from Callaway. The ball that changed the ball is now even better. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. And it's time for America's Favorite Caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the caddy joins us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, caddy, how are you, man? Caddy's a little tired, and I'm I'm tired of, well, you never get tired of hearing what I heard today. Oh, yes? What's that? Well... Roy, I, I had a buddy who, who went to the tournament at Bay Hill, mm-hmm. and he, call, he called me up, and he said, well, I just saw something pretty cool. And now this guy's a – he was a plus three, a legit plus three, and uh, could hit it a long way. And he watched Rory McIlroy in the first round hit it in the fairway bunker on number four. Now this is a 600-yard uphill par five. He's in a fairway bunker, and, of course, he's laying up with an uh, – He's 254 to the hole, so he's laying up with a. He's not laying up with an iron. He's sitting at 12 feet and making eagle. Wow, from a fairway a bunker. Yard, par five, out of a fairway bunker, uphill. Amazing. I don't understand. I mean, I look, Brian, you could dunk on Rory McIlroy all day. All day. Like dunking Oreo? <laughs> that too. <laughs> you could dunk a basketball on him. You could. You know, I don't, I mean, Tony Finau could jump from the foul line and clear him if he's standing on, I mean, it's, he's not that big and he's, how do he, I'm beside myself. How did, how did the guys do that? For me, how does he I get it so far? For me, crazy. Like crazy. Hey, Rory, anyway. we're talking a lot about Rory. He, he kind of uh, reiterated his stance on uh, playing the PGA Tour and, uh, you know, foregoing any interest in this PGL league. But, I mean, when the guy, you know, he sat on the, on the uh, set with the Golf Channel and, and, and just to hear him, every time he talks, he just is a guy that you want to listen to. And, and I become more and more impressed with him. He's just, 
I mean, he has stepped up as uh, one of the leaders on, on, of the game, and I think he handles himself in such a way. And, and you're right, to watch him drive the golf ball, uh, the, the, his swing, if I could mimic one swing, and we've argued about this, but I, I just love watching him swing the golf club and hit the golf ball. He, he's unbelievable. He's a guy that if you're looking for somebody to be a fan of, I mean, he's the guy. Yeah, good guy, and that 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 driver swings just crazy. I don't, I don't think you could in the history of the game. I'm not aware of one I'd rather have hitting a driver. So, caddy. Yeah. Doesn't Rory seem like he's matured? He's a guy that that is a great standard bearer for the PGA Tour, and the PGA Tour's got to love having him being number one and being the guy that's carrying the torch. That's exactly what I'm thinking. He's he's the guy. Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, and you're kind of thinking, wow, Rory McIlroy could be that. Obviously, those their legendary static is ridiculous, but you know what I mean. Static. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's 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 not going to fill those shoes, but he could step into that role, and you would be confident that that he would be a guardian of the game, right? That's what that's what Rory. That's what I kind of see him. He's a, he's a guardian of the game kind of a guy, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I couldn't I couldn't feel more like like that than you that, than you're describing. No K- question. Hey, Caddy, can Good you stuff. put this stat into perspective? So Rory McIlroy, who after the first round is a shot back uh, of the lead, six under par. He is looking for his seventh consecutive top five finish on the PGA Tour. Should he finish in the top five again this week and make it seven in a row, it will be just he and a guy named Tiger Woods to have accomplished such a such a feat over the last two decades. How impressive is that? I'm impressed that Tiger, Tiger's, Tiger's not, wasn't just a top five. I believe it was a top one. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have seven top ones? I think he won six in a row, didn't he? Oh, okay. Well, then that's okay. It wasn't as good as I thought then. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. All right. Well, then we can call it top five. Apologies to Rory, but no, no, that's top five. Wow. That's, that's pretty crazy. That's yeah. So, so we've, we've said that the benchmark in today's game, the benchmark is 20 wins on the PGA tour, which is lifetime exemption. Rory's only two away. Is that something do you think he can accomplish this year? Oh no, there's no chance Rory McIlroy can win two tournaments this year. Um, <laughs> not not a chance. Not a chance. I'm going to Vegas and betting against that right now. All my money. Bye. <laughs> you think one of them's oh, going to yeah. be in a few weeks at Augusta? I thought you were going to say this month. Oh wow. See, now not the caddy year. just threw that in the gauntlet. Well, yeah, month. I mean, but but how can you not bet with him? I mean, I just got a stat from one of the betting houses that Rory is, right now, as of this week, is the odds-on betting favorite at all four major championships yes. this year. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, we've got St. George. We've got Wingfoot. Oh, yeah. Augusta. Whistling straight. Oh, I'm thinking Party Ryder Park. Cup. What am I thinking? Yeah, Party hopefully he's not Park. the favorite of the Ryder Cup. Yeah, well, yeah, he will be. Um, Harding Park, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. Why not? And I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a believer that when, when everybody in the game right now is on their A plus game, he's 
probably the number one guy to beat. Yeah. That's, I agree that's with my you. opinion. Yeah. He'd, he'd be my number one draft choice if everybody's, if everybody's rocking and rolling. Um, yeah. Over Tiger. Thing, if Tiger's rocking and rolling. Well, that, that's the one problem is Tiger looks so good at Zozo and at, at the, at, at the, at the president's cup. And now obviously he won the masters. He, but I, I still got to go with Rory because I think Rory could do it more times in a year than Tiger could just because of the health and age and the back thing. How about this? Rory yeah. McIlroy's strokes gained off the tee seventh on the PGA Tour this season. Strokes gained approaching the green third. Uh, strokes yeah. gained around the green 14th. Strokes gained putting 72nd. So if there's a if there's a weakness there. Strokes gained strokes tee to gained. green, he's number one. And strokes gained total, he is number one. He's third in driving distance. He hits at a mere 322 third. yards. We're, we've got to get the Irish thing going here. It, you can't <laughs> see. We're like fourteen-year-old boys, right? Everybody, no matter what your age, you're still a fourteen-year-old boy, and you've got to take advantage of being able to say "turd" when you can. Okay. So, all right. All right. Yeah. So yeah. So he's turd in driving here. distance. Three twenty-two. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, he's second in Eagles. He's yeah. sixth in birdie it's, average. Leads the tour in scoring average, sixty-eight point two. Glorious, glorious ball striker and. Like you said, you just one of the guys I worked for once said, "Could you work for VJ?" And I said, "No, I couldn't watch VJ hit seven thousand balls a day. I'd lose my mind. I don't know if I'd get tired of watching Rory McIlroy swing a driver. That yeah. might take a while." <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, so Caddy, this okay. week is the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Do you have any good Arnold Palmer stories? I have an interesting. Um, so, unfortunately, very little personal interactions with Mr. Palmer. However, uh, one of the guys at Caddy's on tour, Rick Wynn, uh, always wanted to work for Mr. Palmer. He finally got the call. And I don't remember the exact line that Palmer said, but he told him, he said, I don't want you to be nervous at all or worried at all about telling me what you think about something if if I ask you what you think, you just tell me. <clears throat> he said, I'm the decision maker. It's it's all my decision and nothing you say. I will never get, get upset with you about anything you say, suggest, or offer. But I'm going to make the final decision, and I just want to make sure that you're uh, completely secure with and, and comfortable with, with uh, telling me anything. I you know When I ask you a question or this or that, I thought that was pretty cool. Just to, yeah. Come on, basically say, uh, Caddy, I want you to be as confident as you can. Don't worry about anything. I got it. Pretty neat. I like that. Pretty neat. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it held true? Right. We need to get we'll need to get Rick on to tell the story. Rick Rick has some great stories, and uh, it'll be much better told than than that babbling version I just had. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Incidentally, Rick is caddying for Zach Blair, who's on tour right now yes. and playing he this is. week. Yes, he is. Zach Blair. Hey, Caddy, real quick, in a minute or so, your experience with TPC Sawgrass, we talked last week. Have you seen it, or how long were you there? Any changes that you noticed weather-wise, patterns, what have you? Well, obviously, we're back back to the overseed and then, then the north, the northerly winds and things like that that I think make the course play its best. 
I just prefer that. When I was there last week, uh, boy, it was, it, it could not have been more inviting. The scores would have been so low if they had played last week. It just, but here's the thing, especially on 17, you stand on 17 when no one's there, the course is empty. You can throw a golf ball on the green on 17 from the white tees. It just has a way of changing into a, a firm and fast, incredibly difficult test of golf quickly. So I don't know what to expect. It, 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 if it's like, if it's next week, like it was last week, they're going to shoot mid teens, high teens under par. That's, that's what it was like last week. But, who knows? You might get there. Look at Bay, Bay Hills firm enough, you know. Um, Bay Hills got, got, got some pretty firm conditions. So if it's like that, you know, my everybody's got to be tired about my mantra about firm greens, high scores. That's all you need, right? I mean, got to be bored of that by now. So, <laughs> but no, no major changes. No major changes to the golf course. A couple little subtle changes on a, on a few greens, but no major changes to the course. All right, we'll look forward to TPC coming up next week. Caddy, thanks for your time, man. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk next week. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. And as Rory would say, for me, I'm out. And so is the Caddy. We'll take a short break. More Real Golf continues next. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. 
Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Appreciate you taking some time to be with us. Again, you can hit us up on Twitter. At Real Golf is our Twitter handle. Join the conversation. Catch any of the show that you happen to miss. All the segments send a show in its entirety. Posted there for you on Twitter or any of your favorite podcaster site. All right, as promised, really excited to welcome our next guest to the show. He's a two-time winner out on the PGA Tour as well as a six-time champ on PGA Tour Champions and as a good friend of Bob's. Tom Pernice Jr., kind enough to join us uh, right now. Hey, Tom, how are you? Great, guys. How are you all this evening? Yeah, good, man. We appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Uh, it's good to catch up with you and, uh, you know, uh, Players' Championships coming up next week and uh, the, the PGA Tour headquarters being right there and all. Um, we wanted to get your take on some of the rules that have been proposed, and you've, you've been a little vocal about them and thought we would get your take on it because I, I guess the first question I, I have for you is, is, is bifurcation such a bad word in, in the game of golf? It, it seems to be, unfortunately. But um, to start off with, I think professional golf is the only major sport that is dictated by the ruling bodies of an amateur groups. Um, basically the RNA and the USGA are dictating the rules for professional golf, the PGA tour, the European tour, LPGA champions, you name it. And I couldn't see the NBA or the NFL or major league baseball having the NCAA or some other amateur organization controlling not only the, the game itself, but the rules that professionals need to play. And I just, I really don't think it makes any sense. I think a lot of it has to do with tradition, but you know, I think the best players in the world have gotten so much better than the average player. I think it's very difficult to try to encompass a set of rules that works for both and skill level for the best players in the world. So, so I, I mean, that's the facts of, of what this is all about. I mean, as far as distance, as far as the USGA uh, implementing the rules and that kind of thing, it's, it's about the elite players and it's about the, you know, that less than 1% of, of the golfers in the world. And they're, and it almost seems like they're dictating the rules based on the best players in the world and not the majority and what's best for the majority in the game. Well, I think they're in a tough position. I mean, how can you put forth a complete set of rules that's going to make the the best players in the world and have their skill level be the determining factor, and then at the same time have the average Mr. and Mrs. and uh, 
average player that you're trying to grow the game and get more people to play the game and encompass it all in one, I think is pretty much unrealistic. Um, you know, I, I think for professional golf, if you had a 20% spin to the ball, made the club head on a driver smaller, um, putter can only be 38 inches long. Um, I think skill would become very prevalent. Uh, I think the best players would still dominate, if you will, or be, you know, top players in the world. But the older courses wouldn't be to where, you know, the majority of the players are hitting driver wedges and nine irons into, to where if you look back when Jack and Arnie or, you know, Bobby's dad played, there were, you know, par fours where you hit driver and four and five irons. And that doesn't mean that it has to, but if people want to be able to test the best players in the world and have them hit middle irons into par fours, you know, they're going to need to do something. Because, of course, you just can't get any much longer than they are today. But if people don't mind and if they think that hitting drivers wedges into all the holes and par fours is fine, then it's okay. But I think people that really want to test the best players in the world and the skill levels, I think, I realize that, you know, Jack didn't hit driver wedged every hole. Bobby's dad didn't. So, you know, there's just, you know, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I think something needs to be brought in, but you don't want to penalize the average day player. You want to be able to let them make the game easier because it's almost more difficult for them. As they get older, um, agronomy gets more sophisticated. The greens get faster. Fairway grasses get cut, get cut shorter. Pitching becomes very difficult because architects have put closely on areas all around the greens instead of just the approaches. So no one can pitch the ball off of fairway lengths anymore because it's so difficult. And grainy greens or grainy grasses that they put around the uh, outsides of the greens are mostly Bermudas. Grain always grows away. So, you know, there's no art in pitching anymore because of the architectural changes. Uh, so people pop. I mean, so we need to do what we can to make the game easier for the average player. And I think they really need their own set of rules. I mean, you know, let them anchor with a long putter. Let them grab their shirts. You know, that's going to keep playing the game longer and enjoy the game fine. But, you know, if you're going to test the best players in the world and have skill involved, then, you know, you can't anchor on your chest or up your left forearm. And, you know, the putter can be 38 inches, and that's what it is. I mean, you know, add some spin to the ball. If you want to swing 130 miles an hour, then you need to be able to control that spin. You know, if the head's smaller, if the driver, you know, you're going to have, you know, MOI is going to change, and you're going to have to be more skilled. Well, I think that's just my view. Tom Pernice Jr. joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, having said that, do you think the professional game has been, is it too easy for the guys? I mean, do you think it's in a bad spot or going the wrong direction um, because of the distance? Okay. No, absolutely not. And the athletes are going to continue to get bigger, stronger, and faster, and better. I mean, they're spectacular. They're very talented. They're strong. They're fast. They work their tails off. Not at all, but you know, they're not going to hit the ball any shorter if you leave everything like it is now. It's going to keep going farther and farther. I mean, that's just a fact. And, you know, do you want to dial it back to where 
you want guys hitting middle irons into par fours? Let's say. I, I mean, I don't know, but you know, I think we could use one ball specification, and then you could stamp anything you wanted on it. But I don't think if you added twenty percent spin to the ball, which is going to call cause more curvature, and as you swing harder, it's going to have it rise into the wind when you play into the wind. But I don't think the average player is going to go buy a ball that's going to spin more. So I'm not so convinced that it's such a bad thing for the manufacturers either. Which, mm. like everybody's afraid of the manufacturers. The average player, they're going to play the ball that goes the farthest. They're not worried about, you know, stopping on the green as much. So I think it actually could help the average player, but it would challenge uh, the best players in the world. How about your game, Tom? I mean, you're 60 years old. Uh, you've been playing this game for a long time. You, I mean, just just a quick check of your stats on PJTour.com says you're driving at 278.9. Uh, how how have you noticed with your and you're a fit guy too? So how have you, how have you noticed or with your fitness with the equipment? How do you compare you know your driving distance or your distance in general today versus say when you and Bob were playing in Asia 25 30 years ago? Well, I think when you do it for a living and you're an athlete, I mean, you figure out what's important and what you do. I mean, look what Phil Mickelson's done to his body, his work routine, and figured out, you know, adding 8 to 10 miles an hour ball speed is, is major. I mean, that's what you try to do. You have to go to the gym. You have to train. You do the speed sticks. You know, you do whatever you can to, to maximize the potential. Um, but it's not all distance, but a lot of it is. And, you know, the technology is helping the ball go farther with balls, with drivers, with shafts. But agronomy, nobody talks about agronomy either. How firm and fast some of the fairways are, and you watch on TV how far the ball rolls, uh, oh, yeah. can be somewhat misleading. So people don't talk about that either. But, uh, you know, my game, my game's okay, I guess. I mean, I'm always looking to improve my ball striking a little bit. Of my ball striking's what needs to improve. When it's pretty good. I usually compete pretty well with my pitching and and uh, wedge game and putting juicy pretty good. So I'm continuing to work to try to get a little better and more consistent ball striking. You know, Tom, you, you talked about bifurcation and that kind of thing. It seems like the USGA has kind of left an, an opening for the PGA Tour with the local rule. I agree. And for some reason, the Tour is so hesitant about it. And I think a lot of it has to do with they feel like the game's in good place. And at least the PGA Tour is, and successful. But, um, you know, since the square groove issue came into effect and that went through all that, the tours changed their philosophy. I mean, they hardly ever play in rough. And if they do, it's two and a half inches. Um, you know, the, the, the players are promoting or doing the best. They're all hitting it long and hitting it far. And, you know, that's the product that they're endorsing and, and going with. So I don't know that Corey Pavin, could have anywhere near the career that he has had if he was playing golf today, you know, if he was 30 years old. So, you know, should there be some more variety in course setup, courses we play? I agree. There's a few left. I mean, Pebble Beach would be one. Hillhead would be one to where, you know, shorter hitters um, have a good shot. But a lot of them are very difficult um, because the way the course is set up and the length is there and not as penal as maybe it was back in the day as far as missing fairways. I mean, Randall has a Chambly talks all the time. There needs to be more uh, 
you know, statistically hitting the ball in the fairway is maybe one of the least important stats on the PGA Tour in terms of what that resonates into on the money list. And I don't think that was necessarily always the case. Mm. Tom Pernice Jr. joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, I got to ask you, just not to change the subject, but when you played at UCLA, Jay Delsing, Corey Pavin, Steve Pate, Duffy Waldorf, and you, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's quite a team. I don't, I don't remember what you all did back then, but you all turned out all right. Well, there's a bunch of us that turned out all right. We were okay there. And then I think uh, after Duffy, a couple of years in, came Brand and then after that came John Merrick who's playing some out on the tour show. Then you had Kevin Chappell now, uh, Patrick Cantley. So there's a bunch of people that have gone through there and have done very well in the professional ranks, and that's something that we're all proud of and uh, like to, you know, tip our hat to. But uh, we all had a lot of fun together. Uh, you know, Eddie Merritt's kind of started the, the revitalization of, of the golf program. Uh, he was a pro at Bel Air at the time. And, yeah. um, you know, it's continued on. They're still doing quite well. Mm. Interesting. That's well, good stuff. stuff. Hey, Tom, th- we really appreciate you taking some time to, to join us, and I'm glad you brought up the agronomy stuff. Uh, that, that certainly is something to consider as well, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think this is going to be a discussion that we continue to have throughout the rest of the year or two or, or going forward. We'll see, we'll see how it all shakes out. But, um, hey, by the way, congratulations on being uh, defending champs in perpetuity with uh, Scott Hoke <laughs> at the Legends of Golf. Well, thank you. Uh, too bad that that's going away, but uh, you know that was kind of the start of the tour out here on the PGA Tour champion. But yep. maybe we'll somehow come back in some kind of a team event. But thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Enjoy your show. Uh, you guys do a great job. Yeah, thanks, thanks Tom. We'll have you thanks, on again Tom. real soon. Uh, there you go, Tom Pernice Jr. joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Show continues next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant. Game changers, even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Tom Pernice. Thanks to the caddy who joined us here on uh, hour number one. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two, Garrett Clegg, Utah Utes men's golf coach. How he is in the process of turning around a college program, uh, D1 college program. We'll get his take on. Uh, also, Tom Pernice's comments about bifurcation and how that might affect the college game. That's all coming up on the back nine, hour number two. But first, it's time for See What You've Been Missing, brought to you by Hoops Vision. Go to hoopsvision.com, schedule your free comprehensive consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. Bob, time to see what you've been missing. What do you got this week? Well, it's kind of a little bit of a recap uh, from last week. Sunjay M gets his first win on the PGA Tour, but the interesting thing about him is he's single, he's been playing on the tour. And um, he's kind of a guy that doesn't have a home and kind of vagabond, and he plays a lot of golf. He's played 14 out of the out of the 18 or 19 events so far this year, and he's only missed one cut the whole time. He loves playing golf. He loves traveling, and uh, he stays in a lot of hotels. Well, all right. There you go. That's, uh, that is something you're missing. He's missing a home uh, in the Sea What's yes. Been Missing, presented by Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. Speaking of Sun J. Eam, he not only got the win, he's already in the Open Championship, but last year at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, for the first time, it became part of the Open Qualifying Series, which offers three spots into the Open Championship. Last year, it was Keith Mitchell, Sun J. Eam, and Sung Kang, all earning spots. This year, again, the Arnold Palmer Invitational will award three spots into the 2020 Open Championship to the top players not otherwise exempt to finish inside the top 10 and ties. The other uh, qualifying series uh, include the RBC Canadian Open, the Travelers Championship, and the John Deere Classic. There you go. Stay tuned. The Back Nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio, coming up next. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Trump is touring the damage in Tennessee after the damage by the tornadoes earlier this week. 
The president says he may go to the CDC in Atlanta to check on the status of the coronavirus outbreak. They thought there was a problem uh, at CDC with somebody that had the virus. Uh, it turned out negative, so we're seeing if we can do it. Chief White House economist Larry Kudlow is trying to calm the turbulent financial markets. We don't know what the magnitude of the economy might be in terms of a slowdown. We don't actually know uh, what the magnitude of the virus is going to be, although, frankly, so far, it looks relatively contained. Kudlow also telling CNBC that the U.S. economy looks sound and that no one should panic over the economy. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Does the sound of guaranteed income have you thinking about buying an annuity? Find out why Fisher Investments considers annuities about as attractive as a migraine. With their nosebleed level fees, no easy way out once you're in them, and other pitfalls. If you have $500,000 or more, call Fisher at 1-800-859-5500 for your free guide, Annuity Insights. 1-800-859-5500. It's your retirement. Know what to ask. Hi, this is Dr. Phil. The new coronavirus called COVID-19 is spreading in China and beyond. While CDC is working to stop the spread of the virus, we can all play a role in stopping this deadly disease. The CDC Foundation is a nonprofit organization supporting emergency response efforts in the United States and around the world. To get updates and learn how to protect friends and loved ones, find out how to help by going to cdcfoundation.org. The U.S. economy is continuing to add jobs as the latest job reports is out for the month of February. With the details, here's USA Radio Network's John Clements. The number of new jobs smashed expectations as the jobless rate fell to 3.5 percent. Eleni George of the Bureau of Labor Statistics has the latest. Total non-farm payroll employment rose by 273,000 in February, and the unemployment rate was little changed at 3.5 percent. Notable job gains occurred in healthcare and social assistance, food services and drinking places, government, construction, professional and technical services, and financial activities. Both the unemployment rate at 3.5% and the number of unemployed persons at 5.8 million changed little in February. A new Reuters Ipsius poll shows that former Vice President Joe Biden has a 13 percentage point advantage over Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. President Trump at his first town hall of this campaign season. USA Radio Network's Robin Walensky reports. I appreciate the question. I think the country is far more united than people think. President Trump at his first town hall of the 2020 campaign season in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The event hosted by Fox News. And ultimately what's uniting the country is success. And we're having more success than we've ever had. We got hit with the virus really three weeks ago, if you think about it, I guess. That's when we first started really to see, you know, some possible effects. But even despite that, the country, we are having the greatest year we had last year was the greatest year we've ever had economically. And I think the way we unite is really through success. 
It's that time of the year for folks across the country as we hear from USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes. Most Americans are set to spring forward this weekend, Sunday marking the beginning of daylight saving time at 2 a.m. Eastern time on March 8th. People across the U.S. will need to turn their clocks forward one hour to reflect the new time. Or at least you'll have to do that to your old-fashioned clocks, as most other devices just automatically change the time themselves. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. For more news, find us online at usaradio.com or check us out on Facebook at USA Radio. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on a March 7th, and happy birthday to me. Um, I know you all wanted to say it. So 46 <laughs> years young today, feeling 46 years old, however. Uh, but I appreciate uh, all of you for tuning in and joining us over the last 20 years, talking golf with you. Good to be with you, and uh, reminded we're just uh, a little over 30 days from the Masters and excited to be broadcasting live from Augusta National and the press building once again. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that Augusta National monitoring the situation with the coronavirus and sending a memo out this week. Everything is on schedule and will continue as they continue to monitor that situation. It was actually a thought that I had, Bob, uh, wondering, uh, you know, might this cancel such a gathering as the Masters? And it would be terribly historic, but uh, something that uh, was in my mind. So I appreciated Augusta National being um, proactive and letting us know they're monitoring the situation. But uh, as of now, everything is moving forward. So that's good. But before we get to Augusta next week, we have the Players Championship. Excited to see how that one plays plays out expected to see tiger woods playing and the chase for 83 continuing although nota begay saying earlier this week that you know tiger just this is part of the struggle with his back well that's that's an interesting part of this whole situation but you know he's in some warm weather now um it'll be interesting to see if he's able to practice enough get himself prepared and ready he wasn't ready this week to play at the arnold palmer invitational where he's won, what, eight times, yeah. something like that? Yeah, eight times. So 
um, hopefully he will be ready and he wants to play a couple times before he gets to Augusta. We're going to talk more about that and uh, as well as Rory McIlroy, number one player in the world, playing again this week. Really exciting player. Had some good comments as well about the PGL. I guess at this point in time, Bob, uh, time, Bob we would have to put ourselves in the camp that says we're pro PGA Tour and not for this new PGL proposed league. Oh, 100% for PGA Tour. No doubt about it. No, I, well, I just wanted to make sure we're we're going to come out with Rory. For me, I might and uh, say you know we're 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 out on this whole PGL thing. Not that we were ever in. Look, we had nothing to gain from it for sure. But uh, like I said from the very beginning, unless an organization was doing things poorly and people were unhappy with current status quo, then Correct. why the need for change? And that did not seem to be the case. We're going to welcome in Utah Utes men's golf coach Garrett Clegg later this hour. Talk a little college golf, how you build a college program these days, recruiting and so forth, plus continue this talk and get ready for TPC. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. We'll be right back. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance. It's why Callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row. And this year, they created an iron that the world has never seen, Maverick. Callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence. Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com how did callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever they took chrome soft the ball that changed the ball and started from scratch re-engineering every aspect of chrome soft from cover to core to make their best performing tour ball even better callaway invested significantly in their u.s-based golf ball facility in chicopee massachusetts in order to achieve the next level of innovation there they built the new chrome soft with a larger dual soft fast core a new high-speed mantle system and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an 
an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from T to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Brian and Bob with you. Hey, this week, get ready. The new Callaway Chrome Soft is coming out on March 12th. And how'd Callaway make the Chrome Soft the most advanced tour ball ever? Well, they stripped the ball and their U.S. factory down to the studs. They invested to rebuild the plant and reconstruct the new Chrome Soft. It's got a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover. This adds up to Callaway's fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. Built for total performance, this ball changes everything. Get Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. And that is today. It comes out March 12th. You can pre-order today at CallawayGolf.com. And by the way, for the first time, Chrome Soft, as well as the Chrome Soft X, has the triple track technology on on the ball as well. So uh, check it out at CallawayGolf.com. All right, Bob, uh, we appreciate uh, uh, everybody for being with us here as we get ready for next week's Players' Championship. Arnold Palmer Invitational this week, uh, which is fantastic. Again, we mentioned in the the open there that Tiger not playing eight times a winner, which is remarkable. Um, Tiger's still in the news this week, though, as Rory McIlroy trying his best to do his Tiger Woods impersonation. (laughs) <laughs> or impression, however you will. It's, it's unbelievable that coming into this week, Rory McIlroy has had six consecutive top five finishes this season. All right. Another yep. one this week, and he'll join Tiger as the only players with seven straight top fives in the last 20 years. So we talk about how long we've been doing this radio show, Bob, but we've only seen that happen once, and it could happen again this week. Well, and that's pretty crazy because, uh, the, you know, we've all lauded Tiger's consistency and what he's been able to do and how he's been able to play. And keep it going, uh, keeping himself at top of the world rankings for so long. And now we have Rory McIlroy coming into the mix. And and here he is, as you said, he's got those six top fives. And that's the kind of player that we're looking for. That's the kind of guy that makes it to the top of the world rankings and is number one and keeps that position by being able to play well um, and also being consistent in his play and constantly at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, and he, you know, again, uh, will be the number one betting favorite, at least at this point in time, according to Bet Online. Rory McIlroy, the odds on favorite to win all four of the major championships uh, already here. And we're, we're just over 30 days away from the first one. Uh, Rory, 13 to 2. John Rahm, 11 to 1. Do you agree? And Tiger Woods comes in at 12 to 1 third. So I, I guess that's an interesting question. If you were throwing some of your hard earned money down right now, Bob Casper, you, you going with Rory or are you going with Tiger or Rahm there in those top well, three? I, I think you've got to go with Rory. Uh, he's proved it with his play so far. And, and until he, um, until he doesn't play as well, then, then, um, then I would think you, you it would bring some things into question. But Rory is definitely the guy that's that's playing the best golf right now, playing the best golf in the world, and I think he's he's probably got a pretty good chance this year if he if he allows himself to, and and if he allows himself to go into the Masters in peak form, I think Rory's got Rory's got the uh, the 
the favorite chance of winning the tournament. Well, you look at putting, too, at Augusta, right? I mean, it always comes down to how's that flat stick go? You could pin that sure. on a lot of the players, and if you, Rory has one chink in the armor, so to speak, I don't know that I, it would have to be putting. You know, looking at his statistics, he's pretty much top 10, top 15 in every category except strokes gain putting. So um, for, from that standpoint, is, is that going to be the thing that might be his Achilles heel at Augusta National? Well, he's always been a streaky kind of a putter. And, you know, he's, he's doing well right now. I think, I think putting's not going to be a big, uh, a big deal for him at, at Augusta National. I think he'll do everything he needs to do to make sure that that's spot on. You can guarantee he's working on it right now. Uh, he's working hard to make sure that, that his speeds are good and, and all that kind of thing is he's, practicing and building up that's the thing that people don't understand they don't they don't just show up at at the masters and hope they play well that week everything they do all their schedule all their play all their practice and everything gears towards the first major championship of the year and that's what rory's doing right now so i could talk about tiger woods i did not play this week although an eight-time winner we thought bay hill and many of us pictured the or or pointed to this week's event at the Arnold Palmer Invitational is the one where number 83 might happen, and it would be win number nine at Bay Hill for Tiger Woods, but not able to go this week at Nota Begay shedding some light on that earlier this week, saying, look, this is just what Tiger's got to deal with right now. You know, sometimes the back cooperates, sometimes it doesn't, and, you know, he's basically now taken three weeks off of events that he has played in the past, expecting him to play it at uh, the players. And, and then according to one of my sources, it's going to be kind of an every other thing, not wanting to play two weeks in a row. So playing next week at the players and then taking Valspar off, which is another course that he's played, and then playing the next week, which would be match play, and then taking off the next week in preparation for the Masters the following week. Yeah, that, that next week is the Texas Open. So that's the logical that's the logical way for him to go between now and the Masters, um, playing the Players' Championship, as you said, playing the the match play, um, getting himself ready to 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 go into Augusta and the Masters and have an opportunity to win. Now, if he can't go next week um, because his back's just not up to up to snuff, then you know maybe it's the Valspar um, and possibly the World Match Play. And then he would play two weeks in a row, but that's not what he wants to do. He wants to play a week, have a week off chance to rest, chance to recuperate, figure out what he's doing that, you know, like next week at the players, figure out what he's doing, work on the things he needs to work on, then uh, play in the match play. And then another he, Tiger never plays the week before a major championship. So that's, that's pretty much what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, hopefully that'll happen. We'll see what happens. Speaking of um, the masters, I mentioned that there was a memo sent out uh, this week that, basically said, look, the safety, health, and well-being of everyone is our top priority at Augusta National Golf Club. We are, therefore, mindful of the novel coronavirus COVID-19. What are we calling that? Is that COVID. COVID-19. Are we going with COVID on that? Okay. That's what everybody goes with. All right. Yep. Which has been widely reported and continues to spread in areas where it has been detected. Uh, Augusta National is not only monitoring the situation closely, but also consulting with relevant experts, including the World Health Organization, the CDC, Georgia Department of Public Health, and local authorities. 
As a result of this collaboration and based upon our knowledge of the situation at this time, we are proceeding as scheduled for the Augusta National Women's Amateur, the Drive Chip and Putt National Finals, and the Masters Tournament. We will continue to review the available facts and information with the experts and authorities, establish precautions, and take appropriate action to ensure the safety of all involved. I wonder what kind of precautions they're going to take. Yeah. They don't, they're not going to allow you just grab, um, you know, ice cream bars out of the freezer. you got to ask somebody to do it for you maybe. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I would think uh, maybe out on the golf course they might have, um, you know, some type of uh, disinfectant gel and that kind of thing for people uh, around the golf course. You know, people are going to need to wash their hands and, and be mindful of, of others and that kind of thing, especially, you know, if they're sneezing or coughing. That, so can, can, you see, can you see a master's green um, medical mask? for sale at Augusta national or being handed out. Mm, I mean, think of that. I, I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> think of all the patrons all masked up with the uh, Augusta national green with the yellow logo on there. Yeah. <laughs> at least a logo, you know, green with a white, white logo, you know, that outline logo that they yeah. have or whatever. Yeah. I mean, look, anything but, with a, with a master's logo on it sells, right? So yeah. why, why not, why not put it one of these uh, protective masks? So look, they're, they're really encouraging people not to go overboard on the mask. The medical professionals sure. need it for sure. Um, but anyway, so, Hey, listen, now that's enough of the coronavirus talk, but uh, thankfully, and, and again, like I said, I, I was wondering if plans would be changed and thankfully they're not. And, and, and we'll go forward and we'll look forward to bringing you continued coverage as we look forward to the upcoming masters tournament. Uh, when we come back, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to talk some college golf, Garrett Clegg, my alma mater, Utah Utes men's golf coach on building a program in college today, the recruiting process and all that goes in it and his take on bifurcation. It's all next on real golf radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you 
more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to hoopsvision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio. We're going to shift gears just a little bit. As we mentioned, we're going to talk a little bit of college golf. Really pleased to welcome the head golf coach for my alma mater, the men's golf coach for the University of Utah, Garrett Clegg, kind enough to join us right now. Hey, Garrett, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I should say coach. I should be respectful. Coach, let me do that again. Coach, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Garrett, Garrett's fine. Most everybody calls me G. So uh, any, anything you want is just great. Anywhere from Garrett G, Coach Clegg, uh, it'll work. Coach G, yeah, maybe. Anything. Uh, anything. Uh, hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to bring you on, and I appreciate you taking some time. You, you've been around the, the Pac-12. You, you were at Washington, Washington State. Uh, you, you're now here at the University of Utah. You guys head to Band and Dune next week as the defending champs in that event, uh, which is great, by the way. Uh, but but talk about what this is like building this program. You've been at Utah for, is it four years now? Yeah, in the middle of my fourth year. So came in May of 2016 is when I started. What's the cult, what is it like coming in new to a program and then building out a culture and a team? Just kind of maybe talk us through that process in college golf these days. Sure. So for me, coming coming to the U was returning home, my alma mater as well. So, you know, you referenced that I've been in the Pac-12, uh, every place I've coached. I started my coaching career as the assistant coach at the University of Washington, uh, learned from Matt Thurman, who is now the head coach at ASU. He, ha- he has Utah ties also. He was a BYU grad. Uh, and, and anyway, so I, I got up there, learned, learned a lot about how to recruit what it is to build a program, uh, really how to uh, how to make your uh, college golf team or college golf program sort of a big enterprise, and and then I was able to get some head coaching experience at Washington State University, and when the opportunity came to come to the U, uh, it was it was a great time for for my family for for us to to make that switch and make that move. And, and then once we got here, 
you know, the program hadn't been performing at the level that I think most of the golf community felt like it should be. Uh, you know, we've got an incredible golf community in and around Salt Lake City. We have a ton of golf courses, tons of public. Everybody plays golf. And so uh, really everybody expected us to be capable of, of having a, a really good program. And the U, you know, in order to build that, there is a lot of um, funding that, that has to take place. And the University of Utah decided they were going to dedicate the resources necessary to, to build a program, to be able to recruit, to travel, travel wherever we needed to travel to recruit, to be able to compete in the best tournaments, travel wherever we need to, to, to compete. Uh, and, and once you have that opportunity, then you can really start getting players to, to come here. You know, you, you, my, my roster, we'll, we'll probably talk about, it's pretty eclectic. I have a lot of international players, um, and, and I'm able to go, uh, go out and travel really around the world to be able to recruit those players to bring them here to Salt Lake City. So it's not only players from the state of Utah, but tell us where some of those players, you're, you said you're eclectic, um, mm-hmm. your tr- eclectic roster. Tell us where you've traveled to and some of the players that you brought in. Yeah, so in basically every recruiting class I've had since I've been here has been one in-state or two in-state kids and then one or two international kids as well. So my first, very first recruiting class was Blake Tomlinson from Skyline High, a great Utah player, uh, played awesome in Utah Junior Golf, and, uh, accompanied also with Tristan Mander from uh, Vancouver Island, British Columbia. And then after that, we brought a kid in from, we brought two kids in from Sweden, one from Spain. Um, and, and really, I travel to Europe at least once a year, sometimes twice. And my assistant goes once. And we get over there and we uh, recruit like crazy. And we watch a bunch of tournaments, we watch a bunch of players, and try and find the best ones. And, and our real reasoning behind that is, you know, the U.S. kids, they grow up while wanting to go to college. And our history at the University of Utah wasn't, isn't a grand history, you know. So a, a kid, most kids aren't sitting at home saying, man, I'm dying to get to the University of Utah to play on their golf team. There's plenty that are, and there's plenty of local kids that are, but you get down to California, and, and they're not saying that. They're trying to get to Stanford or to USC or to UCLA or to, you know, to those schools, not necessarily get to the University of Utah. And so we had to go – where kids don't know a lot about college golf other than, you know, a lot of these European kids come over and play college golf. They know about college golf, but they, they aren't tied in super close with, with universities or the programs. So then we can run the, the recruiting race and, and have opportunities for them here in Salt Lake. And our, our city's big enough. It's really easy to get in and out of Salt Lake International Airport. And that's, that's sort of how we've, come up with the roster that we have coach Garrett Clegg from the University of Utah joining us here on real golf radio talking a little bit of college golf it's really interesting and and I think what you just described is is the game of golf it really is an international game not only you know on the PGA tour as we as you see so many international players in fact the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week has had four consecutive international champions uh winners of of this event so but you're, you're seeing this the global effect that the game of golf has had and I guess if you're 
polling guys from Sweden, uh, they're used to the seasonal uh, climate that you have there in Salt Lake City, right? Um, and so maybe yeah. it's not so much so different to come and play in a seasonal place as opposed to going to uh, an Arizona or a California. Our our weather is a lot better than the weather in Sweden. So when they come here, <laughs> when they come here, it's a major improvement. Uh, you know, it's it's really. I mean, our weather really isn't that bad. You know, it was a gorgeous day out there today. We had a great practice. Uh, you know, if you compare it to the Midwest or to you know to Sweden, uh, we've we've got pretty tropical weather. But uh, our Spaniard gets a little cold. <laughs> he had a <laughs> he had a pretty cold winter this year. It was a little tougher on him, but. Uh, but no, it's it's it is a global game, and these if you follow when when you follow college golf, when you turn on the NCAA championships, it'll be on TV. Uh, you're going to see a lot of kids from all over the world competing in it. Because you're because you're picking up those guys from uh, you know like Europe and and other parts of the world and that kind of thing. Is it tough getting them into school or getting them qualified for school? Not necessarily. Our biggest thing for the University of Utah actually is we're, we have really high English proficiency standards. So the, the academic part of it, if it was just like their SAT test and their GPA, right. it, it would be simple. Uh, it's, our English proficiency is, is the highest of the three institutions I've coached at, uh, believe it or not. So uh, that's, that's a big challenge for us. Uh, getting kids in, but the Swedes speak really, really good English. Their their English is is not a challenge at all. Our, our Spaniard, he it took him a lot of uh, he had to do a lot of studying and and take the English proficiency test a number of times in order to get a high enough grade or high enough score to be accepted at, at the U. So that's that is our biggest challenge with international kids. Hey Garrett, what's it like uh, being a, a program? that is certainly small in comparison to, say, men's football, obviously, football or men's basketball. And, uh, and, and how, how, how's the university? You said they've, they've, they've put the investment in there, but what have they done? What facilities, things like that, and, and uh, resources have they given to you to be able to, to build this program? Yeah, so if you're a member of our program, you have a junior membership at Salt Lake Country Club. Mm. We've, we've got a deal there, so everybody on the team gets to play and practice out there uh, all year long, all, even during the summer months. So, so, you know, a kid from Salt Lake, uh, if he's sticking around, he's, he, he gets to practice all he wants at Salt Lake Country Club. That's a pretty amazing place to be. Uh, that, that costs us a decent amount of money, and those are resources that the athletic department was willing to, to provide us. Also, you know, uh, our recruiting budget, I mean, you know, football, I think it's published, spends over a million dollars in recruiting, and they're recruiting 85, or not 85, but classes of 25 athletes, uh, you know, that sign each each year. Our recruit, recruiting classes are two or three, but, but when I got, when I came here, the recruiting budget, they they tripled that for us from what they used to have. And, wow. and our travel budget, they added quite a, quite a substantial amount. Plus they allowed me to hire a full-time assistant, which is the first time in university of Utah's program history to have a full-time assistant. You know, when I played, we didn't even have a full-time coach and the coach <laughs> before me, he was, he was full-time, but he really was paid like a part-time coach, you know, that, so the university is really, really up, everything and every, every part of it for our program. Mm. And then, so, and then also on top of that, we're, we are building an indoor facility that the groundbreaking is going to happen on the uh, 19th of, of this month. 
Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's Thank awesome. You. So so golf is kind of interesting because um, you know, in the team sports and that kind of thing, you play within conference and and that kind of thing. But in golf, you can go out and play in tournaments um outside of your conference or most of the tournaments you do play are outside of your conference, and then everybody calls comes all back together for the conference championship and that type of thing. Explain a little bit about that. Yeah, you you kind of pick and choose your schedule. And uh, basically, the only time you play against everyone in your conference is at your conference championship. But we play in, I think it's 12, well, 11 regular season events, and then a 12th with our conference. Um, maybe it's only 10 this year, but just depending on the year. We have, a, we have a finite number of days we're allowed to use when we make our schedule. And so you can choose to play in three-day tournaments, two-day tournaments. But our, our, like this week, we're playing at Band and Dunes. It's a three-day tournament and it is hosted by the University of Idaho. They're technically the host school, but there'll be Pac-12 teams, there'll be uh, Big 12 teams, there'll be um, Mountain West teams, there'll be, you know, uh, all sorts of different conferences represented at that tournament. I think there will be 18 teams, 15 or 18 schools that'll be there, and that's pretty standard. Most tournaments are between 12 and 15 to 18 schools from tons of different conferences, usually for the most part, fairly regional. The ones that are, uh, that pull from everywhere are tournaments like Hawaii or, you know, there's, there's one just in, in Cabo. Um, you know, so there's a few that will pull teams from all over the country, but most are relatively regional in, in their representation. Coach Garrett Clegg from the University of Utah joining us here talking a little college golf. Uh, we had Tom Pernice Jr. on the show. I just got to throw this out and get your opinion. He's pretty much in favor of bifurcation. He said, uh, you know, look, let's let's have a different standard uh, for what the tour players are doing, the, the top 1% of all of golfers versus the amateur game. Do you see an issue with that, and do you think that will ever happen, and how would that affect how you coached in the college ranks? So I <laughs> – I kind of disagree with Tom. Okay. So I, I see an issue with it in that at what time do these kids change? You know, it's, if you went from, and I guess in baseball, they go from an aluminum bat to a, uh, to a wooden bat. But if you went from a pro B one X and you're hitting it and you're carrying it 295 yards. And then all of a sudden you turn 18, you play in college golf you got to start playing a Titleist Tour Bellata, a wound ball or something like that at a steel-shafted club or, you know, they fly so much differently. You have to kind of relearn the game at that point. Yeah. And so I think it'd be even harder for kids to make that jump. And it, once they get to college, it's, whenever that point begins, it's, it's a total different game they have to learn how to play. It's not the same as swinging a bat that's made of a different material. You know, the ball spins so much more, which makes it curve a lot different when it lands in greens, how it spins, when your how your wedge shots come off the face. Uh, I mean, every bit of that completely changes the way the golf, with the way the game is played. I'm more in favor of, um, you know, if, if they want to slow the ball down, they can do it by the thickness of the driver and the three wood. You know, those faces are so thin. I mean, we, we crack those things. My, my high-speed players, they go through a driver every six to eight weeks. It's just wow. their, their faces crack. You know, they're, they're, they've t- they push limits there. If you want to do that, make those clubs 
travel less distance, but perform relatively similar and, or gradually work the ball down. But if you have a completely different type of game, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a totally different game. I, I don't know when the last time you guys went out and played around with a title of score Balada, uh, but I know like I was speaking with a, with a, with another college coach and, and he had a, he put on a little nine hole deal with his players where he gave them Wilson staff uh, blades. He gave them persimmon heads and titleist scored a lot of balls and sent them out and played. And <laughs> his best score was over 40 in nine holes. It's a really? different game. Yeah, I mean, it's you chip it totally different. You wedge it totally different. Uh, you know, I mean, just just look at the way chip shots are executed in today's game versus Jack Nicholas and and Tom Watson and and some of those guys. And you know, they they played a totally different game because it was a different ball. Yeah, interesting. Coach Garrett Clegg, University of Utah, joining us. All right, uh, in the last minute or so we have here, got to give you an opportunity to brag on some of your players. Uh, maybe, let, let us know, who, who, who do you like? I mean, not who you like, you like them all. But who are some players of note, especially coming in this week as you guys defend at Bandon Dunes? Who are some of the we should keep an eye on that we'll be seeing out there? Yeah, so Blake Tomlinson won the tournament individually last year. Uh, great, great player, and Bandon allows Blake talking a high speed. Blake's a massively high speed player. His driver swings at about 125 to one, almost 130 occasionally. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when he has room on a course like Band, or we're on Pacific this year, but when there's a lot of room, he has a lot of ability to succeed. And uh, and so he won last year. I, I'm, I'm hoping for great things of him this year. Tristan Mander finished third individually in the tournament last year. He'll be back there. Uh, I, 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 Hope he'll play great. He's, he looked, he's been looking fantastic for the last week and a half. And then uh, also Mitchell Scow is our captain and, and kind of leader this year. He's a senior, and and I, you know, he didn't play great there last year, uh, but he's got a little bit better control of his golf ball this year. So hopefully he can uh, he can have a good one for us. All right. Well, that's good stuff. Coach, we appreciate you taking some time. Again, uh, thanks for all the work you're doing and turning the program away there around there at uh, the University of Utah. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it, you guys. All right. There you go. Coach Garrett Clegg, men's golf coach at the University of Utah. A little college golf discussion there. I found some really interesting things and some points that came out there. Uh, nice job, Coach. You did a good job. We'll take a short break. The show continues next. the first tee we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course we don't just teach golf we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors to learn more visit the When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something, uh, 
Something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers, not Callaway. Because maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you right here on the show. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with their new Maverick driver. Uh, Bob, I was out hitting it on the range. Finally got some good weather out here. Man. It's, it's really, really good. I just put in my order. Did you? Well, yes. Congratulations. Yes, I actually I had uh, one of the local pros was out there hitting balls, and he saw me hitting that Maverick, and he walk, walked by, and he goes, I just hit that for the first time. Don't tell the other company that I'm affiliated with. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's really good. So, That's awesome. Yeah, if you haven't checked it out, uh, New Distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at Callaway Golf. Dot com And uh, thanks to Garrett Clegg for joining us. Really it, kind of some interesting stuff there, Bob. Uh, you know, trying to talk the best players in the world into coming to Salt Lake City, Utah. They were best amateur golfers in the world. Sorry. Yes. Well, in, speaking of in the context of college golfers. Right. Um, they were able to go out and get junior memberships for all the members of the team at Salt Lake Country Club. That's mm-hmm. kind of the premier country club in the area and a, not an easy feat. I know it's something that they struggled with for a long time is finding kind of a home course. You know, when you went to BYU, which is about 40 minutes down the road, you guys always had an affiliated golf course, and that was a big part of, I think, building the program. So as part of this turnaround, you could hear him, Garrett, talk about the uh, investment that the university had to make with the golf sure. program in order to help grow what he's growing. And I think he told us afterwards that he's moved up a hundred spots uh, in, in the rankings. So he's, he's, he's been working hard and, and trying to build the program and plucking guys from all over the globe. Yeah. Plucking guys from uh, what Sweden, 
in Spain. And he's brought in some good players from, from in-state as well. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you have to do. You have to go find, find those places. The, the best golfers in the world are going to be playing in those, on those teams, uh, like, like Pepperdine and Texas and, uh, Oklahoma, State. Oklahoma State, uh, a lot of those top ASU. tier golf schools around the country. And so these guys that are trying to build their programs are going to have to go kind of think outside the box and go outside the box to, to figure out, to get some of the best players around. And, and uh, he, he's been able to go out and grab a couple guys from Sweden and, and bring them in, and they've made uh, an impact on the team. Pretty interesting when he mentions his recruiting classes. You know, with football and others, you know, you got maybe 20, 25 guys coming in. He's bringing three. Yep. Uh, so he, he's got the whole country to try to find three spots, which, again, consider that, right? So not only does he have an uphill battle, but how about all the high school players out there and their uphill battle trying to find themselves a place to play college golf when a university like University of Utah, which is not a top-tier golf program at this point in time, is only picking up three, right? Yeah. So it, there's very limited spots available for these guys. And in college golf, college golf, you don't have to give uh, a scholarship and make it a full scholarship with tuition and uh, fees and books and and uh, and also living and housing and the whole nine yards. You can split the you can split the um, the scholarships so that you have more to go around for the guys that are on the team. Also brought up that bifurcation discussion, and it goes back to hour number one. We had Tom Pernice on the show, and uh, Tom, Tom was great. He shared his opinions. If you missed that interview, by the way, or the caddy who was in hour number one, you can catch it on our Twitter handle or any of your favorite podcaster sites. It's available, Twitter, at Real Golf. But obviously Tom Pernice very in favor of having a professional set of rules for the professional golfers and an amateur set of rules for the amateur players. Yeah. Allow the amateurs to enjoy the game, grow the game, use equipment that enhances their ability to play the game, but at the highest level, maybe put some limitations on it not to eliminate golf courses and to kind of level out the field a little bit. I, that, that's kind of the things I gathered from, from Pernice, and, and yet you hear Garrett Clegg say, you know, th it's a completely different game. You can't just go switching this on these guys. They might find themselves, they get to college, and let's say it changes at the college ranks, they're going to have to figure out how to play again. It's a whole new game. Do you buy into that, or do you think the best players would adapt and be able to figure it out very quickly? Well, the best players will be able to adapt. They'll be able to figure it out, but it's going to take a little bit. It's, there's going to be a learning curve. The, you know, this all came about when um, Ping introduced the iron that uh, that was basically the cavity back and the perimeter-weighted iron. Uh, it allowed players to allow the club to be more forgiving, uh, it was better for the consumer, but the players, the elite players on tour, they've they've gotten better and better. Now there are players, uh, the majority of players probably on tour that play a um, blade type of an iron, and they continue to um, to play those types of irons. But there's a lot of still a lot of technology in those irons now compared to what they used to be as far as those forged irons were concerned. Now, if you have to go back to the persimmon woods and the persimmon three wood and, and that kind of thing, um, then it becomes a little bit more difficult. And if you got a golf ball, that's a little bit more spinny then if guys are going to really go at it and hit it hard, they've got to learn how to control it. I think they will be able to learn how to do it, but it's going to put a lot of guys at a disadvantage. And if the, if the college ranks understand that that's what's going to happen when they come out of college, those guys will start to uh, to adapt to that 
before they even get into the professional ranks. Yeah, it's interesting. It would definitely be a major, major shift. That's why this continues to be such a huge story as to what may or may not happen. But again, as we pointed out, the local rule clause in what the USGA findings and and report is uh, definitely opens the door to that bifurcation discussion. All right, with the Arnold Palmer Invitational going on this week, uh, I thought it would be kind of fun to share some stories about Arnold Palmer. Uh, obviously, the one that, that stands out for me when I think of uh, the Caspers and, and Arnold Palmer is, of course, the 66 U.S. Open mm-hmm. at, you know, in, at the Olympic Club in San Francisco. That you know, Your dad down seven shots with nine holes to play. I, I mean, give us a little bit of background on that story. Well, it was interesting. My dad was, like you said, was, not, it was seven down with nine holes to play. Arnold looked like he had an opportunity to um, set the scoring record for the U.S. Open and uh, had and had that seven shot lead. And my dad said to him, and he, he, as they were walking to the 10th tee, he said, Arnold, if I can't, if it looks like I'm not going to win. But he said, I definitely want to finish second. And Arnold said, Billy, I'll try and help you do that. So um, I'll do my best to help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To help you finish second. So it ended up that my dad tied him after. Uh, regulation play the 72nd hole and they went on to a playoff the next day and my dad beat him in the playoff um hence arnold didn't get the scoring record and my dad didn't finish second he finished first um but the one of the things that i really thought was cool was when they were walking off the final green um kind of almost arm in arm had he had their arms around each other and they were both smiling and uh, the professionalism that Arnold exuded. Yeah, well, and your dad apologized, right, for yeah, beating he him. Did. <laughs> he said, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Um, you know, it's just one of those one of those things. I, I want to know: was that a little gamesmanship by Billy Casper on that ninth green, our tenth tee box, saying, uh, "Hey, I want to finish second? Was he was that, or was he just being genuinely uh, trying to keep it light? I think he was just trying to. Uh, you know, he he didn't ever say it was gamesmanship or anything like that. I think he was just trying to keep it, you know, keep it on the up and up. Arnold, I want to finish second if I can't finish first. <laughs> That's an amazing story. You know, I remember the only time I really got a chance to meet Arnold Palmer. We, your dad uh, invited us to the champions locker room there at Augusta, uh, one one Masters Tuesday, and he Arnold Palmer come walking came walking in the door. And Billy goes, let me introduce you. So we walk over, and Arnold's only a few steps into the door, and we're standing there, and Billy introduces me as your radio co-host, and uh, that we do a radio show, and Arnold shook my hand, and then he says, okay, go ahead. And I said, go ahead what? And he goes, you want to interview me? <laughs> I'm like, right here in the middle of the champion's locker room with everybody around? No, no, not going to do that. Yeah, there was all, a rain delay. It was during a rain delay. It was packed yeah. in there, and the last thing I was going to do is pull out a microphone inside the champion's locker room and, <laughs> and interview the king, Arnold Palmer. But I always appreciated his graciousness, and, uh, man, that was a, quite a thrill uh, to be able to meet the king, Arnold Palmer, as the tour players compete at the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, fairway woods, irons, and hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction gear. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. A reminder, the new Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X comes out from Callaway next week. You can pre-order today at CallawayGolf.com. Thanks to Tom Pernice Jr., Garrett Clegg, head uh, coach for the Utah Utes men's golf team, and uh, the caddy stopping by as well. Some really fun discussions today on the show. If you missed it, it's at your favorite podcaster site, or you can catch it on our Twitter feed, at Real Golf as well. Uh, loved reminiscing about that story with Arnold Palmer. You know, there's there was something about the Palmer that was just cool. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. in today's game, they would you know the pundits would probably break down his swing and say he never has a chance with that awkwardness. But man, there was just something exciting to go back and watch the way he went about playing the game and the way he paced the golf course and you know just the. I, I don't know. I mean, you saw him play a lot more in person than I did, but man, the guy knew how to work that golf ball. You know, there there was a a, a dynamic thing about him, and uh, people loved him. The other thing was, is he had the machismo. He had the, you know, the... The stuff, man. The stuff. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. The stuff. 
And it, it was pretty fun to watch him and, and pretty fun to see how he performed. He was a guy that carried the torch for the PGA Tour and brought it and ushered it into the era of getting it on television and that kind of thing. And, and that's what people loved about him. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, 95 professional wins, unbelievable. 62 on the PGA Tour puts him on fifth on the all-time list of, uh, of champs. And, uh, of course, uh, four times a winner at the Masters Got the U.S. Open in 1960, twice an Open champion, and just never quite got the Grand Slam there at the PGA Championship. Tied for second three times. Arnold Palmer, the king, and they celebrate him this week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. For Bob Casper, for our producer Dave Glauser, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week. Players' Championship Edition of Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. It's been real. 